Hi, I'm Chris McBrien. And I'm Derek Myers. Here at Pop Goes Your World, we've received a lot of great feedback on how much people enjoy the trivia segments that we do at the end of every episode. So we've decided to go back and put together compilations of the Fun with Yancey and Fun with Caveman segments we've done over the years as a set of bonus episodes. We hope you enjoy the fun. Episode 40, Moon Movie Review. Fun with Yancey. Okay, so let's get to some trivia here. What do I got for you first? Okay, the director. You mentioned his name. Duncan mm-hmm. Jones, right, was the director. Do you know who was his famous father? Uh, <laughs> I don't, Chris. I, Ooh, I, I got him. I got him. I was talking with Caveman today. You know, our good buddy, Derek Myers. I was mm-hmm. talking to him, and he knew right away. I didn't even tell him the trivia question. He's like, oh, and this director, and this is his dad. His dad was David Bowie. Excuse me? Yeah, David Bowie is his dad. You know? Really? There you go. See, I'm teaching you stuff about this. Okay. So the star of this movie, obviously, Sam Rockwell, right? So although he'd been acting in TV and film, probably it's right since the late 80s, right? But really, Sam Rockwell's big break came in your favorite year, Yancey, in 1999, when he appeared in not one, but in two breakout roles. Yancey, can you name either one of the films from 1999 that featured Sam Rockwell and were two of his breakout roles? I know one is The Green Mile, like yes. I mentioned earlier. Um, can, you, can you possibly guess the other one? The other one was like a really weird sci-fi film. Um, yes, you've mentioned it on this podcast before, actually. It came yeah. out in 1999. Um, it was a satire. Uh, not like, Galaxy Quest, was it? Yes. yes. Okay. I've only seen the film like one time. It doesn't have a ton of staying power, but yeah. Okay, so Kevin Spacey, you mentioned him already. So one thing mm-hmm. is when they were going to get ready to make this movie, they sent him the script. He read the script. And he liked the script, but he wouldn't commit to doing the voiceover until the film was finished and he saw the final product. Okay, he wanted to see the final movie before he said, okay, I'll do the voiceover. Um, and, and, and as it turned out, obviously, he agreed to do it. He did it in, in like a couple of hours, one afternoon. He nailed all of the, the voiceover work for it. But if he would have you know, refused to do the voiceover, they had a backup plan in place. Any guesses as to who the director was going <laughs> to use to do the voice of Gertie? Uh, can you give me a hint? Some sort of hint? Um, Kevin Spacey does a mean impersonation of this guy. Uh, I've seen Kevin's... Well, Kevin, that's not fair because Kevin Spacey does a ton of He does of a lot of good impersonations. Let's just say uh, the he would have brought more cowbell to the role. Not Will Ferrell. No, Christopher Walken. The, Christopher Walken. Really? Yeah, Christopher Walken, they were going to approach to get it. Okay, so one more question for you. Good question, though, by the way. Really uh, good question. Good, 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 good. You answer, what is the one surefire way to waste an hour and a half of your life that you will never get back? <laughs> Chris, you, you, you don't got to kick me when I'm dead. <laughs> I'm just having some fun with that one. Episode 41, The Breakfast Club, movie review. Fun with Yancey. Okay, Yancey, so uh, unfortunately it sounds like in, in the, the course of our conversation – kind of gave away some of the trivia questions or I kind of used them up on you but do you have anything for me you did I have a couple um I'm literally like I'm cutting some out as we're talking because you just know way too freaking much for your own good all right so we talked about the characters ages and we did mention that Judd um you said he was 26 uh the the source I looked up said he was 25 but can you name the ages of the other four main actors oh like 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 what ages that that the actors were at the time or what ages they were supposed to be 
Not what ages they were supposed to be. What ages the actual actors were at the time of the filming? Oh gosh, I don't know. I would I would think at least by the looks of it, um, I would say Anthony Michael Hall was definitely the youngest. Emilio Estevez was probably like I would say early twenties. Molly Ringwood was probably about eighteen. Um, Ali Sheedy was probably about eighteen as well, and Paul Gleason was probably about thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> not not too bad. Um, Judd was. 25. Yep. Molly was actually 16 wow. whenever she first filmed that. Yep, she was 16. Emilio Estevez was 22. Anthony was the only other high schooler there. He was also 16. And then Allie's character in real life was actually 21. But I thought that she was 16, 17 whenever I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Judd's character really stuck out as me as being older. Emilio was so babyface that I didn't notice it. But um, I just thought it was wild that you know one of the main characters was 25 years old and he was able to effectively you know portray a 16 or 17 year old. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, but I remember when 90, when Beverly Hills 902 came, oh, 90210 came out and like Andrea was like 31 and she's playing a teenager. So I mean that happens all the time. There's that's mm-hmm. you know that happens quite a bit I think with actors that are a lot older playing younger parts. Okay, um, I think so Webster you, Webster from the '80s. He was that little guy. I believe he was 42 when he played that part. I'm just kidding, totally kidding. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. All right. So obviously, you know, uh, the director is John Hughes for this film. Mm-hmm. Can you name the other seven films that he directed? Oh, you've man. named some okay. of. Them. Okay, so Ready? off the top of my head, so there were 16 candles. Weird <laughs> science. Jeepers! Did he do fair? He didn't do Ferris Bueller. No, he didn't. He did. He did. I will totally give you credit. Oh, oh, he did do that, eh? Um, You're at four. Uncle Buck was that? His planes, trains, automobiles. It was both of them. Wow, you have two more. I'm sorry, one more. There's Uh, one more film. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, seven out of eight is still pretty fantastic. What Uh, did I miss? This last one. It was Curly Sue. It came out in 1991. Oh, it was Curly his. Sue. It was his least, oh, was least critically acclaimed film. Was that so his last like, movie? That would have been his last movie, was it? It was. It was. Oh, yeah. Episode 42: No Country for Old Men. Movie review. Fun with Yancey. Okay, let's see how well you know this one. I'm gonna throw some trivia of this movie at you. Okay, okay. this movie, obviously, No Country for Old Men, is a film adaptation of a novel of the same name. Can you name the author of the book that this movie's based on? I know it's McCarthy, but I cannot remember his last name. Oh, yeah, I, I'll give it to you. It's Cormac McCarthy. Okay, I'm going to yep. take it a little bit further because you're 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 kind of like a you know you're you're a Renaissance man in a lot of ways. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna really test your knowledge here. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Chris. Aww. Oh, you absolutely are. Okay, <laughs> you're, well, you're a smart guy, right? So um, the, the so the title of this movie, No Country for Old Men. All right. Um, it actually comes from the first line of a poem that's called Sailing to Byzantium. Yancey, can you name the famous Irish poet who gave title to this film? I cannot, Chris, and I am not going to try. <laughs> not even to try? I, I think you're a smart guy. You won a Nobel Prize, symbolist poet, you know? Uh, nope, I don't got it. Died back in the 30s. Yeats. It was William Butler Yeats. Okay, so that's okay. Okay, right now we're going to dive into the movie and get some trivia of the film itself. When Moss... When he comes across the, the scene of the drug deal that's gone wrong in the desert, right at the beginning, and he finds yep. a briefcase full of money, obviously very central to the plot of the film. Yancey, how much money was in the briefcase that he finds? Two million dollars. Congratulations. Very, very, very good. Okay, <laughs> let's go back in time a little bit with the Coen brothers, shall we? Can you name the first film that they ever directed? <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm, I mentioned it already earlier in the show. It's, it's from 1984. It's Blood Simple. 
Blood Simple. No, nope, yeah. I've should, never seen it. You should oh. watch that. It's interesting. It's got Francis McDormand in it and Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya, by the way, piece of trivia, because you mentioned this earlier in the, you know, in one of the podcasts, you went back and watched Cheers. Remember when you watched Cheers? You watched like episodes yep. of Cheers on Netflix? Dan yep, Hedaya. I got through the whole first season. Yep. Well, Dan Hedaya is Nick Tortelli. So he was in Blood Simple. Anyway, um, so obviously this movie, No Country for Old Men, very, very critically acclaimed. Okay, we know that. And when award season rolled around, can you tell me who the only member of the cast was to win an Oscar for their performance in this movie? Um, I want to I mean, it would make sense if it were Javier Bardem or Tommy Lee Jones. But just for the sake of the question, I'm going to guess like an off pick and say Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I got to go with your first instincts, man. It was Javier Bardem, best supporting actor <laughs> for Anton Sugar. All right, okay, but I tell you what, I'm going to take it a step further because we love all the Oscar stuff around here, right? So obviously Javier Bardem, he won the Oscar. But you know, he's not the only cast member of this movie to have received an Oscar nomination. So Yancey, can you name the other cast members in the film, not for this movie, but who've been nominated for an acting Oscar at some point in their career? Anyone else in the cast? Who do you think has been nominated for an Oscar at some point in their career? Uh, I don't know. Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah, okay, so there's four. One of them is Josh Brolin. He was nominated in 2009 for Best Supporting Actor for Milk. Okay. Any other guesses? Mm, I'll go with Woody again. I don't know. Yeah, you're guessing. But any idea? Woody Harrelson is correct. He's been nominated for two Oscars. Any guesses on the movies? One was one was best supporting actor in a supporting role in two thousand and nine for The Messenger, and nineteen ninety six for The People versus Larry Flint. He was nominated for best actor. Tommy Lee Jones, dude, four time nominee. He's been nominated for The Fugitive, for Lincoln in the Valley of Ella, and JFK. And you might never have got this. Tess Harper, Tommy Lee Jones' wife, she was nominated back in eighty seven for Crimes of the Heart. So hmm. yeah, that was a bit of a tough yep. one. Sorry, I made that one tough. Okay, so. Episode 43, Favorite Music Videos. Fun with Yancey. Okay, so, um, Yancey, you know I love the 1980s. I think it's become quite obvious in tonight's show. Um, yep. And I know you're you're a big music lover, right? You know? Yes, And for I think sure. you also love music from the 80s, right? Yes, obviously. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to see how much you know about music videos from the 80s. So I'm going to put you to the test to that young man. Uh, but don't worry, I'm going to make it easy on you. Uh, what I decided to do is, I, I thought, what do you think? How, what do you think of this idea? How about if we have a round of the winner's circle from the $100,000 pyramid? Let's do it. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to list famous music videos from the 80s. Okay, I'm going to give you lists. And your job is, is to name the artist. Okay? So you got oh, okay, it. Good. I'm going to give you lists of music videos. You just name the corresponding artist. Okay? Of the, you know, the songs in that, those music videos. You got it? Yep, let's do it. Okay, ready? Go. Rough Boy. Got Me Under Pressure. Double Back Again. Sleeping Bag. Give me all your loving. Oh, it was easy top. Yes. All right. There you go. I didn't know the other one. I'm on fire. My hometown. Cadillac Ranch. Streets of Philadelphia. Dancing in the dark. Glory uh, days. Glory days. Born in the USA. 
Oh, Springsteen. Yes. <laughs> Shebop. Time after time. True colors. The Goonies are good enough for me. Wait, you said, what was the first one? Is that Bonnie Tyler? Shebop. Girls just want to have fun. Girls um, just want. Girls just wanna have fun. Oh, jeez, pass. Drop, <laughs> drop dead legs. Beautiful girls. When it's love, why can't this be love? Jump. Oh, that's Van Halen. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're in my heart. Tonight's the night. Downtown train. Forever Young, Maggie May, Gasoline Alley. Is this Phil Collins? Oh, some guys have all the luck. Do you think I'm sexy? Some guys have all the luck. Pass. Oh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Rod. Oh, there we go. You got it. Okay. See? Never a fan, by the way. Never a fan. Doesn't matter. Save a prayer. A view to a kill. The Wild Boys. New Moon on Monday. Girls on Film. Rio. Oh. Hungry Like the Wolf. Duran Duran. Yes. Okay, <laughs> uh, Shebop. Girls Just Want to Have Fun. The Goonies Are Good Enough for Me. True Colors. It's not Bonnie Tyler. What is her name? Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Cindy Lauper, right? Yes, thank it. you. Oh, it's Cindy Lauper. Oh, not oh, Bonnie God. Tyler. She's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Never mind. Yes, she is Total Eclipse of the Heart. Okay, so yeah, we almost made it. We had to go back. We didn't quite get that one in. Anyway, <laughs> um, good job though, overall. Well, yeah, it's, it's a lot of pressure when that clock's ticking, man. It's not easy to do, right? So, by the way, very very clever of you to put their iconic songs at the back end. Well, like I, that well, was that was to, a boss move for I sure. Wanna, <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Goes Your World. You can contact Chris and Derek at popgoesyourworld.com. Please take a minute and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you download and listen to the show. Music.